1: And no lingering odor. Get in gear with the zin 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke free, spit free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.
2: I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington.
4: Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, Salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Hello and welcome. It's our number three. Hour three of our radio show, The Rare and Appropriate. NBA monologue. We're not talking about Patrick Beverly shoving a Suns player. He's done that before. Instead, we're talking about the Timber Pups, the Timberwolves. Thumbs up, thumbs down to Rudy Gobert giving a lecture to Timberwolves fans to stay home if they're going to be booing. What does that quote tell us about the mind of Gobert, and is there a proper code of conduct for a fan? We'll get to that and more right now in our number three. Howling at the bleacher creatures. That goes well, doesn't it? Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show as we are in the air everywhere, just like next-door neighbors, as we blab to all corners of the world, coast-to-coast, border-to-border and beyond, on the vast and sublimely powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the market, the flea market of hot takes. They're going fast. They're selling like hotcakes. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And our lead this hour does come from Pro Bouncy Ball, but it is, not, it is not about Patrick Beverly shoving a Phoenix Suns player in the back, DeAndre 8. We're not going there because there's a story that I think is a better story for talk radio. And we go to the Twin Cities. That's right. The Minnesota Timberwolves, 20 years of checking out early. Got in that little play-in Fugazi thing last year. They celebrated like they'd won the championship, led by Patrick Beverly. But the Timberwolves have not only been an NBA franchise, they have been, for the most part, underachievers this season. And they have not, not been able to live up to the high expectations many basketball pundits have, and so it's early. They strive to get to the next level, but... They've played, I believe, 17 games so far. It's a long 82-game season. But something happened here that caught my attention. Now, Rudy Gobert, he's the guy they traded all their draft picks to get from the Utah Jazz. Rudy Gobert has had enough of the hometown fan. He does not like the boo. And there's been a fair amount of booing early in the season because You've not lived up to expectations, and so we'll use a appropriate reference for, for Minnesota. The Gophers pop up, right? The Gophers pop up, and they start hooting and hollering and razzing the Timberwolves, and he does not like that. Now, if you didn't hear what he had to say, and probably you didn't, uh, but Rudy Gobert recently lashing out via the media about the fan support the Timberwolves are currently getting, and he took a shot at the paying customer Rudy Gobert advised the fan that boost, the negative fan, the critical fan, he said, quote, just stay home. Three words, just stay home. Turns out that he expects blind support, it would appear, through good and bad times. Let me give you the extended dance remix quote before you zonk out. This is from Rudy Gobert. He said, quote, I just don't appreciate people that come in to boo your team. He bickered. The big-money NBA player with a number of awards, trophies, Defensive Player of the Year awards and whatnot. He said, when you're a fan, you've got to support your team in tough or the good moments, he said. Quote continues, there's no team in NBA history that only had good moments, so if you're not going to support us in the tough moments, Just stay home, close quote. Now, Anthony Edwards backed up his teammate. He agreed by saying, stop booing us. He begged, mercy, mercy, mercy. Stop booing us were his his three words. So we have stop booing us from Anthony Edwards and just stay home from Rudy Gobert. That's a fan-friendly team they have there in Minnesota. So let us discuss the question. You're going to go thumbs up or thumbs down on Rudy Gobert's lecture to Timberwolves fans on staying home. So I am going to go, and also Anthony Edwards, I'm going two thumbs down. Two thumbs down on this. My observations, you've got Lullaby, Paul Simon, and Beavers. And we will combine all of these things together, and we will raise the bar unless we lower the bar. So number one. Number one. Number one. I didn't get another one. Number one. one. So Rudy Gobert is Number one. All right, now stop. Rudy Gobert is doing wonders. For the stereotype of the French athlete. They're booing me, boo! I can't believe it! Why would you boo me? I'm Rudy Gobert! Don't you know who I am? It's like, well, that attitude. What? Why do you go, you should be an artist or a chef, a French chef, something like that. Rudy Gobert has been unstudied to begin the season. He's the headliner. He's the guy they traded all the family jewels to get in Minnesota. And the early returns, not all precincts they're reporting in, but the early returns are not looking good on the investment. Now, Minnesota's one game over five hundred right now. They're si- sitting in the 10th spot as we're doing this in real time. It's all bundled up. The NBA, it's early. No one, no one's watching no one seems to care. The players don't care. The fans don't care. The TV people don't care. Everyone's like waiting for some big event where they start caring about the NBA. But they have won four straight games, Minnesota. But that's more of a byproduct, I am told, of them taking advantage of teams playing on back to back, players resting, healthy players. So how does Rudy Gobert respond to this? They so play a little bit better for four games, and how does Gobert respond by giving a sermon? On fan etiquette. Now, of all the people that I can think of who I want to tell me on how to act at a sporting event, I don't see Rudy Gobert's name on any list there. Right? I don't think he would make the cut, just like he barely makes the all-star cut. He's like the last player picked every year. But this is a guy that needs a lullaby. He needs a lullaby sung to calm his nerves down those, you know, I, th- I thought it was Minnesota nice, but it turns out it's not Minnesota nice. The Timberwolves fan, they will bite you. They are bloodsuckers, those Timberwolves fans. And so this guy, he needs a lullaby. Hush, little baby, don't say a word. Mama's going to buy you a mockingbird because everyone's mocking you. They're pointing their finger at you, and they're mocking you. They're goofing on you for this little statement. What are you doing? I uh, and, and also, Anthony... Anthony Edwards, who we like. Uh, These guys, uh, tone deaf. Tone deaf. Do better, be better. What are you doing? You should be happy anybody spends money to watch you pay and, and, and play and pays money for you. They pay money. They give up the most valuable thing they have, their time, and you're telling them they're not allowed to boo. And by the way, Rudy Gobert, let me tell you something, okay? You've been around a few years in the NBA, and you talked about no team in NBA history has only had good moments. That is true. But also, no team in NBA history has blindly been cheered without any booze. Doesn't happen. Does not happen. Doesn't happen. All right, page two. What does that particular quote, the big mother quote there, the the just stay home, what does that tell you about the mind of Gobert? It tells you this guy, his mind, his body, his thin-skinned, sheltered. He's like the old Paul Simon song, the boy in the bubble. I'm the boy in the bubble, and then came the trouble. Now, Gobert also claimed that during his time with the Jazz, he was never treated as poorly as he has been by the Minnesota fan. That's what he implied there. We find that impossible. Regardless, we would like to welcome Rudy Gobert to the other side of the train tracks. Toto, Toto. We're not in Salt Lake anymore. We're in the land now of 10,000 lakes. Welcome to your new normal, Mr. Terrible Attitude, patient zero. And rather than earn the cheers of the fan, he wants his critics to stay home. Uh, And and that that tells you that that's the mind right there, right? That's a Rudy Gobert has a bright future of working for the largest operator of ice cream trucks, the uh, Mr. Softy Company. I see him working the Jersey Shore, driving the Mr. Softy truck, selling soft-serve cones and cups and sundaes and milkshakes and all the toppings and all that. Because that He'd be better at that. Although somebody might complain about their order, that their, their soft-serve cone melted too fast or something like that. All right, final point. Let's look at the bigger picture. Now, we've been big supporters of the fan here on this show over the years. Is there a proper code of conduct? For fans Now, the NBA has a code of conduct. Things that you used to do to razz players you're no longer allowed to do, so far they have not outlawed the boo. The basic boo has not been outlawed. But don't be gullible here. The, the fan, a good fan, not a blind sheep, holds players accountable. You don't live in the borough known as Suckersville, and you should expect beavers. You not Oregon State beavers, but you should expect the team that you support to work like beavers, to play with intensity and persistence, maximum effort, nice and, beaver, and and hustle on every play. Are two things you don't have to have the greatest athletes of all time to hustle to put effort in. It, it, it requires none of that. You don't have to the the greatest gifted genetic lottery winning basketball player to, to play hard. So when that doesn't happen, and you know when that doesn't happen, when you're taking lazy shots, you're not getting back on defense, you get Prince's Raspberry Beret, right? The Raspberry Beret raining down from the harmonic. No talent required, none. Loafing is not allowed, and from what I have from her, from what I've heard here, I haven't seen too much of the Timberwolves. I've seen them a couple of times so far this year, and it it does appear to be a team that has been on cruise control. That, like most of the NBA, they're just like, oh,
2: we'll, we'll, we'll
5: pick our spots and we'll randomly play well here and there, and occasionally, occasionally, we'll we'll give it the old college try. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. If you'd like to join us, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. You can be part of the overnight show as we roll upstream. And right now, we crank crank up the band. Here we go.
6: It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. In. This is. Is when Big Ben gets grilled.
5: Time shifted for ratings purposes. The Coop Dalu.
3: Alec Manoa, the pitcher for the Blue Jays, did an interview this week where he said Garrett Cole is the biggest cheater in MLB history. Yeah. Now, Ben, I, I know you're not a fan of Cole, but. That's right. Who do you think actually is the biggest cheater in MLB history?
5: Well, I love Alex Manoa. This was great. He's a chubby pitcher for the Toronto Blue Jays. But Garrett Cole is on the list. He spent five seasons in Pittsburgh, had one really good year, and overall he was a middle-of-the-rotation starter. He joins the Dirt Bags in Houston. He goes into the Sorcerer's Workshop and lowers his ERA by over a run. By over a run. After already being established as a pitcher, that he you know you don't you normally change that much after you know, six seven years in the big leagues and that allowed him to commit grand larceny and get three hundred twenty four million dollars from the Yankees' largest contract ever given out for a pitcher. But to answer your question, the greatest cheater of all time is it's a tie between Jose Albuve, Alex Bregman, Yuli Gurriel, and every other member of the 2017 cheating Astros. And it's a shame the A-holes have never won the World Series. But, uh, again, we we big supporters of Alex Manoa. He spilled the beans. He named names. He didn't tap dance around it. He, he, said he went right for the solar plexus of Garrett Cole. And so that's wonderful. We'll see if the Blue Jays make him walk that back or he claims that he didn't mean what he said. But for now, that's wonderful. Next!
3: Ben, so the Sacramento Kings are
5: actually uh, doing
3: pretty well. They're on a seven-game win streak now. Uh, they're 10-6. and yeah. six. They're in second place in the Pacific Division. It's the first time they've had a win streak that long in 17 years.
5: You yeah. think the Kings are legit? No, no. It's not sustainable. But it doesn't matter. Right now, they're good. The Kings are 27th out of 30 teams in points allowed outside of garbage time. So they don't even try to play defense. Now, the offense is too legit to quit. They're number two in the NBA, and they have a rock. They haven't had a, a star player there, like a really good star player in a long time, but they have an all-star. DeMontis Sabonis is an all-star level ball player. They got him from the Pacers last year. De'Aaron Fox is balling like an all-star. So they got two guys, great offensive players. They don't even try on defense. It, it the, the issue is that going forward, you know, Sacramento right now, they're playing well. They're actually trying. A lot of teams aren't trying. But in order to maintain that, I don't believe this will be validated because it, th- th- they're not boring. They, they, for a long time, they were bad and boring. Now they're like a midway arcade of offense. It's a better product. It's a better product for the Sacramento Kings and people, You know the seven people that, that love the Sacramento Kings. All right, next! Matt Rule said in an interview on Monday that he really misses
3: coaching. Ben, yesterday you talked about the four big job openings in college football. Do you think Rule could get any of those?
5: Well, he's clearly trying to get a job, it would seem, right? He's been making the rounds. He did a day at the state-sponsored NFL Network. He popped up at CBS. So, absolutely, there's a caveat, though. Does he want to keep coaching right now or just enjoy the good life? Happy days are here again. Matt Rule is being paid $834,000, not per year per month from the Carolina Panthers for the next two years. The next two years, he's getting almost $850,000 a month. That's money for nothing, and the vacation is for free. So if you're getting that money to do nothing, why would you do something? But Matt Rule won enough at Baylor, and he turned Temple around where he can get a plum college job, whether it's Nebraska, Wisconsin, you name it, one of the Southeastern Conference jobs that will inevitably open up. So there it is, Maller of the third degree. How did we do? Ben, you passed this edition. All right, that is a winner. Put it on the ball. Time now for the Maller Riddle. The Maller Riddle of the day. Here it is. The Raiders. The Las Vegas Raiders have filed a trademark application for blank. The Las Vegas Raiders, in the midst of a miserable season, have filed a trademark application for blank. That is the Maller riddle. The answer, your calls, your messages on social media. We'll get to all that, and we will do it next. Be sure to
6: catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs)
4: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C.,
9: Pay attention, Maler militia. The Ben Maler Show needs your help.
3: Join the Audio Commonwealth. Follow Ben on Twitter at Ben Mallor. myself, Kevin Wyatt at KdubAMFM, and Justin Cooper at UH Bronco Fan.
5: You may hear your witty content on the program. Now more with Big Ben. And later this hour, a few minutes away, we'll have a rollicking good time, a good time on Too Much or Not Enough. You want to be our contestant, call right now, 877 on fox And I'd like to alert all the affiliates down the line, no cooking with Roberto. Roberto's not here, so it's hard to do cooking with Roberto. But in its place, a ratings winner, wake up the kids, wake up the family. Big treat for our long-haul truck drivers, the Iowa Minute with Iowa Sam. Nobody else has this content It has not been broadcast in how long, Iowa, Sam? How long? 15 months. 15 months the American people have gone on a starvation diet without the Iowa Minute. It'll change your life in amazing ways, and it's only heard here coming up later this hour. But let's get to the phones. And we'll say hello, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Let's say hello to Dean in Denver. Hello, Dean. Welcome.
7: Good morning, Ben. Welcome to the greatest week of the year. Not only is it Thanksgiving week, which is the best holiday, but it's also rivalry week in college football. So, with that being said, the biggest game on tap this weekend is the game where the greatest university in the world, the University of Michigan, goes down to flush the toilet bowl in Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. Finally, after 21 years, Michigan has the defense. Unfortunately, their star player game time decision. But both teams have flaws. I don't know what you think, Ben. Tell me. Uh, well, are you, are you sure you are game? you
5: sure you you want me to tell you my opinion on the game? Are you sure you want ah, that content? I'm 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 all
7: open to it. It's
5: sports banter is the thing. All right. So traditionally, uh, you usually take the points in, a, in the rivalry game. As a gambler, you take the points. That's usually how that goes. These games are traditionally closed, blah, 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 blah. And that is the way the money has been bet. Michigan is getting a fair amount of the money. Look, the game opened at 9. Their, Ohio State was a 9-point favorite. They're favored by 7.5. But I would, I would take the Buckeyes. I think Ohio State's going to win by at least 10, which would cover the spread. So I would lay the points. And your Wolverines are going down. They're going down to the Buckeye. Dot the I. Dot the I there, Dean. <laughs> wow.
7: Well, I disagree. And I think the reason that I disagree is the defense. The defense for Michigan is the top defense in the, in the country this year. And you know as well as anybody, when you have a top offense versus a top defense, usually the defense comes out on top.
5: Well, is that inflated, though? Is it is you have a, a top defense because you've played bad offensive teams, which is often a there's a correlation between those two things, right? If you're 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 shutting down Colorado State and Utah, Iowa, and, Iowa. The, and, yeah, and the Hawkeyes. That's right. I mean, uh, is that that impressive? Right? You're not you're not playing a bunch of dynamic offensive teams.
7: Well, sure. But can we say the same thing about the other guys? Their offensive stats are in, are inflated because they've played a bunch of nobody defenses.
5: Okay, so then it's a wash. Then you agree with me. It's a wash. So you throw the numbers. Right, okay. Well, fair enough. All right, well, there you go. We're good. All right, well, enjoy the game, Dean. We'll see what happens this week in the great Dean checking in And let's say hello, Blind Scott, who's on the north end of Boston. Hello, Blind Scott.
10: Oh, damn, another plant. That guy sounded like he was reading off a script. You've got to stop having these people call in on these scripted calls. i, I got some stuff i got to get off my chest here. I hate it when people park their cars on the sidewalk. I hate it when people park their cars in the crosswalk. I don't like it when people leave their trash on the sidewalk. It's hard to get by. I don't like when people stand in front of the door and smoke cigarettes because I've got to walk through the door and breathe that. When I go to the grocery store, I don't like it when people groan when they see me. If I'm standing in an aisle at the grocery store, I don't like it when I say, can anybody give me a hand? And somebody says they can't help me because they're from Portland, Maine. I have a lot of pet peeves and stuff I have to get off my chest. And I thought uh-huh. this was the perfect time to do it. And one other thing, I don't like it how Eddie Garcia plays sick during his favorite holiday of the year. I just think it's kind of ironic that he loves Thanksgiving so much and he says he's going to be out the whole week on Monday. I mean, how do you know you're going to be out the whole week on Monday? That kind of sounds like a mail an in type of attitude. I hate it that the Patriots have to play three games in 12 days. I don't like it. Then I'm blind. I don't like the Malin militia because they pick on me. I just want a little bit of respect, and I want people to like me. You know what I'm saying?
5: Oh, come on! Are you feeling down on your luck, blind Scott? Yeah, what yeah. What no, are you doing I, for I, Thanksgiving, Scott? Where are you, where are you heading? I for? got I got a hungry man meal in my fridge, and I'm just going to spend it here by myself because I can't stand
10: my family because they got on my nerves and they bother me you know what i mean <laughs>
5: okay well that's a, that's a shame
10: but uh, well, yeah, i hope you enjoy yeah.
5: It. yeah enjoy your your hungry man dinner that's a that's a great dinner like you get the big pound one like the big massive uh, hungry man dinner you yeah that? you
10: yeah you know they took the dessert out of it for some reason they used to put a brownie in there now oh they
5: used like- to when i when i ate them back in my bachelor days we had the, they had the apple crisp thing that always was like uh, yeah. way too hot yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that ain't
10: yeah. there anymore. They talk, you know, I've been doing my own cooking lately though. I got like a rice cooker, I use a toaster oven. It's been doing I've been doing really well. I, I do the dishes, I I clean and you know, I, I yeah. sing, I ride my exercise. Like I'm a pretty happy person, but I, I have all these pet peeves. And I was trying to get through this other radio show to
7: right.
5: tell
10: my pet peeves, but they never took my call, so I just carried it over to this show. You know? Oh, thing! I'm
5: glad we're your, your sloppy seconds. I, I got to pay off the Maller riddle, by the way. We'll get to that coming up in a sec, but I got to get back on track. Thank you, Blind Scott. I'll pay off. I promised the Maller riddle. Bad job by me.
6: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. He's
4: Mike Carman. I'm Dan Byer. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex
2: You can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody?
9: This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first take, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, Listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast,
5: or wherever you get your podcast. Black Steve the Second writes in and says, "Hey, pay off the riddle, you douche." That's not very nice, Black Steve II. I will pay off the Maller riddle right now, and here it is again. The Raiders have filed the trademark application for blank and fill in the blank, and uh, here we go. Let's see, uh, page down. Uh, Milkman Mike says they're trademarking "Do Your Job." Do your job. Kevin says uh, the black hoe is the answer. I don't know what that's all about. Uh, their, new waterproof and- eye, their new waterproof eye black, guessed by Ferg Dog. Robin Minnesota says the Raiders are copywriting the image of Derek Carr's forehead. Uh, Zodiac Zach, that's a new one, says they are trademarking the oh so catchy phrase. We've consistently let our fan base down. Why would we stop now? Well, that is very catchy. That would be great on T-shirts and coffee mugs. Absolutely. Black Steve Second says they filed a trademark for dumpster fire. Bowl Cuts was guessed by Alf, the alien opiner. Scorpio Niner says commitment to mediocrity. And Evan, the Mariner fan, says the new adult film they are going to release Courtesy Flusher going with The Wind is a Raider. Canned air from Courtesy Theodore Cleaver, guest by our friend Kathy in Madison. Frank from Parts Unknown says the Raiders filed for a a she-he gender notification. Ineptitude from Miguel on Fire. Feed bags tossed out by Johnny Q. The grill sergeant said D's nuts. And uh, page down, page down. Jonathan in Delaware uh, cheating, clearly got it right. Bad job by him. The correct answer, though, the correct answer to the Maller riddle, the Las Vegas Raiders filed a trademark application for Win City. W-I-N City, Win City. The Raiders plan to use that term, that slogan, on all kinds of bull crap people don't really want to buy. And I find that offensive and misleading advertising, so hopefully that will not be approved. The win city, because the Raiders, well, we know. You know, I don't need to explain why that makes no sense. But I do need to explain. We've got this right now. Hit hit that button right there, Iowa, Sam. That's the one right there. It's another Ben Maller game. We've endured too many of these. Is ones. it too much or not, not enough? Enough already. All right, we'll play Too Much or Not Enough every week at this time. Let's see if Moving Man Matt wants to play from parts unknown, driving his truck around. Hello, Moving Man Matt.
10: What's going on, Big man? You don't know, have another contestant? I want to talk.
5: Oh, you don't want to play? All right, hold on a sec. I'll put you on hold there. Uh, but Poppy in San Diego. Poppy, you want to play the game, Poppy.
10: Picking with Poppy. That's right. I'm right here. Let's play.
5: Poppy wants to get some cash, cash, cash. All right, Poppy. We're going to play the game. If you give a pick, I'm hanging up on you, and we'll end the game immediately. Do you understand that? Oh, uh,
10: Poppy. It's okay. I want a golden ticket. I want a golden
7: ticket. All right. All right.
5: Well, you got a chance to win a golden ticket. I'm just waiting for the questions, and then we'll we'll play the game. As soon okay. as we get the questions, we'll play the game. So we'll just, uh, we'll just have some small talk here, and then once I get the questions, we'll be able okay. to play the game.
10: I'm ready for that, that small talk. Everyone have a happy Thanksgiving.
5: All right, I just got Uh, the questions. Uh, All right, hold on a sec. I just got the questions. All right, Poppy, you get three right. Here we go. Question number one, too much or not enough. Question number one, the 49ers just became the fourth team since the 1970 merger to win each of their first four division games by at least 15 points. Is that too much or not enough?
10: That's
7: that's not enough.
5: Not you enough. Sh- you sure about that? Yeah,
10: I'm sure
5: about that. All right, Poppy says not enough. Let's find out if he's right. That is correct. Not enough. They are the sixth team to do it. The first team since the '07 Patriots. You're one and zero, Poppy. Let's Question go. Let's two. go. Anthony Davis just became the third Laker player to have four straight games of 30 points and 15 rebounds. Is that too much or not enough?
10: Not enough. Not enough.
5: He's going not enough again. Trying to go 2-0. and Let's find out. Is Poppy correct? Oh. No, Poppy. You will not run the board. Too much is the answer, as he like and that. Shaquille O'Neal are the only Laker players to do it. So one and one, Anthony Davis and Shaq, the only Lakers to do that, where they, you know, four straight games, 30 points, 15 rebounds. Question number three for Poppy in San Diego, a bulldog call. This guy will not give up. He loves his segment. Here we go.
10: I love my segment.
5: Devontae Adams just became the eighth player in NFL history with six or more seasons with at least 10 touchdown catches. Is that too much? Or not enough? Not enough. He's going not enough. Poppy trying to get ahead in the game. The pivotal third question. Here we go. No, you got it wrong, Poppy. The answer is too much. much? As Devontae Adams is only the sixth player to do it. joins Masters Randy Moss, Jerry Rice, Marvin Harrison, T.O., and Chris Carter. All right, question number four. Oh, Poppy. Things are not going well for you right now, Poppy. If you don't I'm get this going, right, no, no. Don't I'm gonna get this, get this right. right for Tesla. Tesla, shout out to everyone
7: working hard at Tesla. We're gonna
5: do this. All right, just because you like Mason Mason the millennial likes you does not mean you have to give him a shout out. Here we go. Question number four. Cordero Patterson of the Atlanta Falcons just had his seventh career kickoff return touchdown last weekend. Is that too much or not enough for Cordero? That's a lot. Is it too much or not enough?
7: Well, he just broke. He just he made history, and he had the whole. Uh, he broke the whole record of the NFL, so he's the he's the leader.
5: Well, what is the? the most, but is, is that too out. much? That's a lot. Is that too much or not enough? Though?
10: Um, you said you said the number seven, right, Ben? That is correct. He he. he not enough. He did over seven.
5: Not enough. Okay, not enough. let's find out. Is it not enough? Seven. All right. Yeah. There it is. You're alive. You're alive. All right, it comes down to this. Question number five, quickly. Poppy, I'm gonna, if you get this right, I got to give you a golden ticket. And I don't want to give you a golden ticket, but you're going to get one if you get this right. Do you understand that? Yeah. Let's go.
10: Let's go. Poppy's going
7: to get that golden ticket. What are the,
5: What are the odds that you're going to get this right, Poppy? Uh, not, not, I think 100%. 100% Poppy's going to get that. Right. They're wow. not 100%. Here we go. USC has 15 interceptions. That's the men of Troy. 15 interceptions this season. Is that too much or not enough for that pretty lowly rated Trojan defense? Oh, the Trojan
7: defense is... Good this season, but uh, they just beat. Uh, they did beat UCLA, right? They beat UCLA. Yeah.
5: They are ranked, I believe, ninety seventh in the country defensively. Oh, 97th.
7: And you said over? You said fifteen.
5: Fifteen, yes.
7: That's too much.
5: All right, Poppy says that is too much. If he gets it right, I have to give this man. A thorn in my side, a golden ticket. Let's find out right now. Poppy, it comes down to this. Your answer, final answer was? You said the final answer, Poppy, was too much. All right, let's find out. Here we go. No! Poppy! The answer was not enough. Not enough was the answer. They have 18 interceptions the most since the 2012 season in a decade. Uh, Poppy. It's you do okay. not win, but we have a nice I, party gift, Poppy. We'll give you a, a lifetime supply, of nothing, and a trip oh, to Norway. No, 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 no! I want
10: to call the ticket. No, win. no, you didn't
5: get. You didn't win it. You didn't get you it right.
0: Lose. Good. All day, right, I gotta sir. go.
5: Thank uh, you. All right. Hey, have a wonderful day. Have a great Thanksgiving, Poppy. We will have an amazing Iowa minute. Wake up the kids. Wake up the wife. Wake up the family radio history for the first time in over a year the iowa minute returns to fox sports radio we'll get to that with the great iowa sam in for cooking with roberto we'll do it next
6: fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app search fsr to listen live
3: we need your help to multiply the mallard militia Support our humble ploy to take over the nocturnal audio world one new listener at a time. Spread the gospel by tagging and posting about the Ben Maller Show on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and all social media. It will help get the message out for others to join the brotherhood of the Ben Maller Show. Now let's get back to the Sports Talk Fiesta with Big Ben.
5: Hey, give it up right now now. Roberto's away. Thanksgiving week, last minute. He was supposed to be here. He... Not here. But in his place, no no cooking with Roberto, we've got the Iowa Minute with Iowa Sam, beloved Hawkeye, making it in the big city and network radio. The floor is yours, Iowa Sam. Hey,
6: got a minute?
7: Hey, is this heaven?
6: No, it's Iowa. Like you give a damn. Presenting the most up to date happenings from Iowa's four Division I teams. Ladies and gentlemen, cows and pigs, it's the Iowa Minute. Here's Iowa Sam.
5: Everyone, stand in at attention to the great Iowa Minute with our man, Iowa Sam. That's
3: me blowing the dust off this Iowa Minute. I haven't done one since August of 2021. We got a lot to get to, Ben. Are you ready for this?
5: I'm wearing my seatbelt right now.
3: All right. Well, yeah. since we're nearing the end of the college football season, I thought I'd do a little summary. Of uh, sort of Iowa's four Division one teams, and for some, it's been the best of times, and others, the blurst of times. Let's start with the Northern Iowa Panthers. Mark Farley, his 22nd season, Ben. The Purple and Gold, they finished 6 Wait a minute, he's been
5: there the entire time I've been here. 22 our, years Mark Farley's careers, been there. Our well, careers, I had six months and 26 days off, but other than that, very similar. Yeah.
3: Very similar. Yeah. Uh, and they, those uh, Northern Iowa Panthers, they play in the meat grinder, known as the Missouri Valley Conference. Oh.
1: Man, they finished.
3: finished fourth, that's a
5: big conference. That's a loaded conference.
3: They're really good because the you know the top team was South Dakota State finished ten and one. They're the number one overall seed in the FCS yeah. playoffs. The football powerhouse. I guess who their only loss was to Ohio a team, State. No, a team we'll get to later. Michigan. No, we'll get. They're USC. in the Iowa. They're in the Iowa minute, Ben. Georgia got a lot to get oh. to, Ben. Okay, uh, the Sorry. Jackrabbits are the number one overall seed in the FCS playoffs. Ah, the lowly Leathernecks, Western Illinois, they finished last in that conference, the Missouri oh, Valley. On. Uh, the the Panthers uh, finished uh, fourth, uh, but they right. did have a good offense. Theo Day, their quarterback from Michigan, a junior, 3,000-plus passing yards, 26 touchdowns, six picks. That's a good
5: name, Theo Day. Theo Day, big
3: guy. Could good see name. him in the NFL. Who knows? All right, let's go to the Drake Bulldogs. It's uh, you know it's basketball season now. They're 5-0. and The football team and the Pioneer League, not very good. Dogs finished sixth. Sixth, and wow. I got a drop.
9: We got no food.
3: We got no jobs. Our pets heads are falling off they finished hey, I, I was yeah saying
5: when, when I was a kid I got a lot to get to Ben here I like a minute as a half. kid yep. I thought it was a Drake the Drek Bulldogs
3: drek. out of Des Moines yeah,
5: yeah. go ahead I'm sorry
3: go ahead. they finished three and five in the conference three and eight overall that's usually Drake's fate by the way that Drake drop-in is brought to you by up to the minute grain prices today I'm right <laughs> All right, moving on to another Iowa team that didn't fare that much better. Are you still with me, Ben? Are you still with me? What happened to my music? Oh, I'm, I, I'm letting you go. I don't want to interrupt you. Oh, Are there's you? the music. Let's keep moving. Okay. All right. All Iowa right. State, at the Cyclones, nice start for Ames Nation, 3-0, and including a, a soggy, sloppy win over rival Iowa, 10-7. to Coach Matt Campbell's first and State's first triumph for the Hawkeyes since 2014, but enter Big 12 Conference play losing, quote, Baby Bosa. You heard that, Baby Bosa? Oh, and he got 30 seconds. Brock Purdy, they stunk. They're four and seven. They finish up the year at TCU. A lot of close losses. And finally, Iowa. Last but not yeast. Iowa took their beatings this year too. Fifty four to ten at the Buck Guys. That was a bad one, but they've rallied the division Ben. Yeah. They might win it this Friday, a Black yeah. Friday against Nebraska. Might's
5: a, might's a weasel word. What? My, it's a weasel word. Might's a weasel word.
3: Are they picking right now? Are they gonna win? They are gonna win. They're gonna win the I Big was Ten Sam West. Picked it. And then they're gonna get sacrificed to the football gods <laughs> in Indianapolis, probably to the Buckeyes. That's the your Iowa minute. I
1: minute. was Sam. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road, but if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke no spit and no lingering odor get in gear with the Zen 10 challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just 5.95 order online and start your new journey today warning this product contains nicotine nicotine is an addictive chemical
4: the big take from
3: bloomberg news brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business
4: reporters around the world
2: we cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets